Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And today we're going to be talking about retaining customers and creating champions for your business. And by champions, we mean those people who are going to go out there and find you even more customers in return. Because if you've already convinced somebody to buy from you once, then it is far easier to persuade that person to buy from you again rather than trying to find somebody new who just doesn't know you or trust you yet. But before we delve into that good stuff, I'm going to start by just giving you a quick update on what's been going on at Vegan Business Tribe since we last spoke and what a couple of weeks we've been having. We had over 70 people turn up to our live seminar on how to get customers. We've had a record month for new members joining us at Vegan Business Tribe. And if you are already a member, then you will get our separate members-only email, and you'll have seen all those introductions to all these just amazing new vegan business owners who have been signing up with us at Vegan Business Tribe. But it's also an extremely exciting, or maybe terrifying, time for Lisa and I personally, because as I'm recording this, we are about two and a half weeks from baby due date. So we're about to expand our tribe in more ways than one. But yes, baby is T minus 17 days and counting. But Lisa is already at 37 weeks. So little bean coming any time from now, that would be considered completely normal. So we are now on Baby Watch. And I have covered the vegan and baby children's market quite a lot on this podcast and on the website and in various interviews. And we're amazingly grateful of the work that people have done to pave the way, to make it so much easier for people like myself and Lisa to have a vegan baby and raise vegan children. And I'm talking about people like Laura Chepner at the Vegan Society, who has been just a one-woman army in getting the education system in the UK to better serve vegan children. And people like Dana Burton from Vegan Kids, and she spent years supporting the vegan children scene, and she runs the Vegan Kids Festival in August, as well as running Vegan Kids Residentials as well. And I also have to mention people like Harry Bidewell, who's better known as Vegan Squirrel, and Harry with his dad Mark. He's done more to promote the vegan cause at just six years old than most of us might hope to do in our lifetimes. And because all these people, they're members of Vegan Business Tribe, over the past couple of years, I've been fortunate enough to get to know them as friends as well and just really see their passion and their effort firsthand. 
So, although I'm sure that we're going to have some challenges raising a vegan baby, it has never been easier to do it as it is now, thanks to those people and many more just like them. And just mentioning being a member of Vegan Business Tribe. Now, if you're listening to this, then hopefully you're already part of a tribe. But if you're not, then listen, seriously, what is holding you back? It is just £18.99 a month to be part of our support community. And our membership is what funds all the work that we do in helping champion the vegan business scene around the world. But as a Vegan Business Tribe member, you also get access to so much good information. You get access to our online courses and our networking events. You get access to our community hub where you can share your wins and ask for help and advice from other vegan business owners. You can even direct message me directly through our community hub if you need help or advice. And this week, I was actually chatting to somebody on LinkedIn about Vegan Business Tribe. And the reason that they said they hadn't signed up with us yet was because they didn't have a full business yet. And they felt a little bit of a fraud joining a vegan business support group. And it's true. We have got some Vegan Business Tribe members who have companies turning over, gosh, several millions. But we've also got others who are just trying to work out what their business is going to be. And surrounding yourself with these other people who are on that same journey as you are, it will genuinely make working it all out just so much easier. So go take a look at the website at veganbusinesstribe.com if you're not already a member. Click on that big join button on the homepage and you'll see everything that you get when you sign up. And if you've got any questions at all about becoming a member, then just drop me an email on hello at veganbusinesstribe.com. Okay, so let's get going on today's topic. And actually, you're in for a bit of a special session because I was just talking about being a member of Vegan Business Tribe. And one thing that members get access to is all our online content and courses. And this last week, we have just launched a brand new video course on how to get customers. And this course is about four and a half hours long, if you're going to sit down and watch it all in one go. But it's broken down over eight sections that you can work through at your own pace. And it teaches you about things like buying timelines and sales and marketing funnels and how to make sure that people take that very last step and actually become a customer. You know, go ahead and actually buy from you. So in today's session, I'm going to share with you the content from one of the very last sections of this course, where we talk about the last part of the sales process, which is how to sell more to your current customers, and then how to get those people to go off and find you even more customers in return. Now, 
in the course, we've broken this down into a number of parts. And you get all the slides and the tasks at the end of each chapter to help you apply what you've learned to your own business. So you get more than you get here. <laughs> you, know, you get all the video too, rather than it just being audio. And if you want all that, then you'll find the full course in our Vegan Business Academy section of the website. But in the course, I teach you how somebody becoming your customer, it's a process. It is not a one-off event. And if you learn how that process works, then getting customers, it becomes repeatable rather than just each customer you get being a fluke every single time. But you might think that when somebody does buy from you, that you've got to the end of that process, that you've nurtured somebody through your sales and marketing funnel, that they've become a customer, you've brought them over the line and you've got their money in your bank. So surely that's job done, mission achieved, right? Well, one of the main messages that I stress throughout the course is how much work it can take to get somebody to become your customer. Making somebody aware of you, convincing them that your company or your product, it solves their problem, and then building up enough trust and familiarity for them to actually give you some money well, that can take a long, long time. It can take a lot of learning. And in some cases, it can take a lot of money to bring somebody through your funnel. However, once somebody is your customer, then that means that they are already aware of you. They've already got confidence in you. So getting that same person to buy from you again or to buy something different from you well, that only takes a fraction of the effort and the time compared to going out and trying to sell to someone new. But our focus as businesses tends to be on finding new customers. And we often forget about the people who we've already sold to. And in part, this is due to sales culture. Now, Salespeople, they usually work on some kind of commission basis where they get a bonus when a new customer signs up, but they don't lose any money if that customer never comes back and buys again, or even if they, they quit a few months later. So most sales training, it focuses on making the initial sale, not retaining the customers that you already have. But for most of you, your ideal customer is already sitting right there in the palm of your hand. It's your current customers. And if you're an established company, then you'll also likely have a long list of people who are not current customers, but they've bought from you in the past. And those people, they haven't disappeared off the face of the earth. They are already aware of you and they trusted you enough to have already given you money. But when did you last talk to them? When did you last engage with them and get them into a conversation? Because selling to somebody who has already bought from you, it is infinitely easier than getting somebody new to buy. And if you ensure that somebody becoming a new customer is just the start of their relationship with you, 
then your business, it will grow quicker. And it just takes the pressure off, always going out there, trying to find new customers as well. So make sure that you are using a CRM or a customer relationship management system to track when your customers last bought something from you or when you last had a conversation with them. And there are lots of free or at least very affordable CRM systems out there. And if you're serious about retaining customers, then you cannot run your business without one. In fact, If you link your CRM system with an e-commerce website, then your CRM, it can even prompt you when a customer hasn't purchased from you for a period of time or maybe just interacted with you so that you can reach out to them. Or you can even set up an automation system so that if somebody has not bought from you for quite a while, then they receive an email or a text message, maybe with a special offer or just asking them what's new. And I know that as soon as I start talking about automation, then some of you will switch off. But these are all the things that are now just commonplace in doing business. There is no excuse for not learning how to do this kind of simple automation because we live in the information age. All those tutorials and YouTube videos that you could ever want, they're just sat there waiting to teach you how to do these sort of things. And it will potentially make a huge difference to your business. And if you just downright refuse to learn some simple business automation, then go find somebody who can set it all up for you. You might also not have thought about selling to your past customers because maybe you run a business where people just make a one-off purchase. So you think that there's no point going back to them again. But remember, you've already gone through all that effort to make this person your customer. You've convinced them that they can trust you. So it's going to be a whole lot easier selling something new to this person than it is going to be selling to somebody who's never heard of you. So if what you offer is genuinely something that people usually only buy once, then come up with something else that person can buy from you. So for example, maybe you're a weight loss coach and once you've worked with a client and they've shed that weight, you might think that's your relationship with them over. But if you successfully solved one problem for them, then they're going to trust you to solve another. So maybe next launch your mental health coaching program or launch your audiobook with everyday tips that your coaching clients can keep coming back to. Or introduce your six-month review session where people come back half a year later for a top-up to make sure that they're still hitting their health goals. Whatever your company does, If you can sell to somebody once, then you can and you should sell to them twice. Or maybe you can even sell to them in a constant way, making them a permanent customer. So if somebody buys your product because it solves a problem for them, then will they keep paying to keep that problem out of their lives? People pay monthly subscription fees for everything from 
toilet rolls to cinema tickets. So, will your customers take an ongoing subscription for what you do? Or would they value becoming part of a community like what we've created with Vegan Business Tribe? And if you have followed my advice, which you will have surely heard me say countless times now about making your customers your best friends, then you might even discover that the people who buy your product, they actually have a bigger problem that you can solve than the one you're solving for them right now. So maybe somebody buying your product or service is just their way of addressing the symptoms of their problem rather than getting to grips with the root of it. So, for example, a customer might hire you as a virtual assistant, say, to help out with their inbox that they just can't keep on top of. Whereas what they actually need is someone to improve their automation and systems so that they only get a fraction of those emails in the first place. So never think that your sales journey ends just because you've made that sale. It is far easier to keep selling to somebody who has already bought from you, be that getting repeat orders or coming up with something new that they can buy now that you've earned their trust. And If you are an ethics-led business that is making a positive change in the world, which I'm sure you are because you're listening to this, then if somebody is your customer, you're not just providing that person with a product or a service. You are allowing that person to support you in making a change in the world that they want to see. But they don't have the time, the skill, or the money to make it happen themselves. And it doesn't matter what you sell. I mentioned earlier that people will pay a subscription fee for toilet rolls. And that's the business model of a company that I've discussed before on this podcast called Who Gives a Crap? And that's exactly what they sell. But 50% of their profits go towards providing toilet facilities and sanitation to the people in the world who don't have them. And this isn't a gimmick. Who gives a crap? They are a B Corp, meaning that they hold themselves to a higher scrutiny and transparency than a regular for-profit business does. And to date, they have been able to donate over £5 million to providing toilet facilities and improving sanitation around the world just by selling toilet roll on subscription. So you can facilitate that good work just by being their customer. You don't actually have to lift a finger yourself. Just change which company you buy your toilet paper from and they will do all that good work on your behalf. Because of their mission, though, you are far more likely to remain their customer for longer. And their mission, it's got more of an impact than great customer service and special offers. And even if their competitors' products might cost a little bit less, you're going to stay their customer because you believe in their mission. And this is important because if your business has a mission, then you're going to attract people who believe in that mission too. 
you can take the customer relationship away from the actual product that you're selling. If your relationship with a customer is just about the product that they buy from you, then you're always going to be fighting to keep that customer because somebody will always come along who is bigger, better or cheaper. And each time that customer will be forced to evaluate your product or service against this new one. But if somebody becomes your customer, not just because you are solving a problem for them, but also because they believe in your mission, because you are also bringing about the change in the world that they want to see then even if somebody else offers the same product or service at half the price, then that person, they're likely to stay your customer. So show your customers the good work that you do. Use your social media to show your team volunteering at an animal shelter or show your customers where their money is going, the good causes that your company supports and the difference your customers are allowing you to make in the world. Ask yourself this question. What reasons do my customers have for staying with my company? If somebody offered them the same thing that I sell, but cheaper, would they just go buy that instead? Are your customers just buying on cost or have you taken that relationship away from the product and got them invested in you and your mission? And then finally, we need to talk about building brand loyalty and creating champions because to keep our current customers buying from us, we need to connect with them beyond the product that they buy. We need to build brand loyalty. And huge companies, they do this through constant advertising and they link up with celebrities and influencers to promote their brands. But smaller companies can really create fierce brand loyalty. You can do that through your mission, as we just discussed, or you can do it by developing a personal relationship with your customers, bringing them behind the scenes of your business. So another company that I've mentioned on this podcast before, which was actually introduced to me by Sandra Nomoto, the author of Vegan Marketing Success Stories, when she co-hosted this podcast with me for an episode, is the Canadian vegan chocolate company called Midday Squares. And Midday Squares, they got rejected by every single grocery store. So they decided to cut out the retailers and build a relationship directly with the consumers themselves. So instead of hiring a salesperson, this husband and wife team, they hired a family member as a videographer to follow them around and document everything as they tried to build the brand and business from the ground up. The founders, they wanted their customers to emotionally connect with the brand and feel that they were part of their entrepreneurial journey. And in doing so, they pretty much created their own reality TV show on social media in the process. But now they're worth $35 million and they're listed in all those stores that first rejected them. And if you make that kind of connection with your customers, if you can build that evangelical brand loyalty, then they will go out there and find more customers for you on your behalf. 
If your customer loves your company and they believe in your mission, then it's only going to take just a tiny bit of prompting to get that person to recommend you to their own contacts. With Vegan Business Tribe, we have a refer a friend scheme where members get a free month added to their account if they introduce a friend to Vegan Business Tribe. And we've got some members who genuinely have ongoing free membership because of a number of new members they've introduced to the tribe. They are our champions. They're the people who shout about us to their own networks. And these people... They're not doing it for the money that they are saving. They're not doing it for those three months. They're doing it because they believe in our mission. But, and this is the most important part, as much as they loved us before, they didn't start referring people to us until we set up a formal referral scheme and we offered that reward. And this is the point where your business will really start to grow and gain momentum. When finding new customers, it's not tied directly to your own activity because other people are going out there and finding your customers for you. So, Just when you have delivered the maximum joy for your customer, right at that point that you've just solved their problem, ask them who else they know that they can recommend to you. Can you set up a referral scheme, either formally or informally, and let all your customers know that they're going to be rewarded for introducing you to new customers? And you might offer a kickback payment or a discount on their next order if they do. But it also might not have to be a financial reward. You can give them a free product or an exclusive bit of merchandise like a sticker pack or a branded T-shirt if they successfully refer a friend. And if people become serial referrers, you might bring them into your business as ambassadors. Some businesses are completely built on this kind of model to the point where people are earning free cars and holidays because of a number of people that they've referred to a company. But you also might reward your best referrers by getting them involved in your business. You might invite your champions onto your testing panel or bring them together to have brainstorming sessions about what you can do next to grow your business and to further your mission, making them feel even more part of your business. Attempt to build a personal connection with your customers. Even if you don't know your customer personally, You want them to feel that they know you. So take your followers behind the scenes to meet your team and let your customers get to know you personally, not just as a business. If you've got an office dog, then create a page for them on your website and give regular updates on your social media. Make it hard for your customers to leave you because they feel like part of the family, but easy for them to recommend their friends because they want your business to grow. Okay, so 
let's have a recap of what we've been talking about over the last 25 minutes or so. Because you might have thought that the customer journey ended when that person becomes a customer. But there is no point filling a bucket if that bucket has a big hole at the bottom. So let's have a bullet point rundown on retaining customers and creating champions. Number one. Selling to somebody who has already bought from you only requires a fraction of the effort of selling to somebody new. You've already brought that person through your funnel. So selling more to that person, it's going to be far easier than starting again with somebody new. Two, Use a CRM system to track when you last engaged with a customer to prompt you to re-engage with people who you haven't heard from in a while. You can even link your CRM with your e-commerce website and automatically send messages to people who haven't bought from you recently. Three, if you can sell to somebody once, you can sell to them twice. So, Come up with additional products that you can sell to those people who already have confidence in you and who have already given you their money. Four, explore new business models that mean you don't have to keep finding as many customers. Will your customers pay a subscription or find value in being part of a paid community, for example? Five, don't start a business, launch a mission. If you are making a genuine positive change in the world, people will stay your customer because they want to support the change that you are making on their behalf. Six, you need to take the customer relationship away from the product or service that you are selling. If your relationship is just about the product that a customer buys from you, then somebody will always come along who is bigger, better, or cheaper. Seven, create personal connections with your customers. Build your business in public and let people feel that they are part of your company. Let them feel like they know you, even if you don't know them. And eight, if somebody loves your business, then it will only take a small prompt for those customers to go out and find more customers on your behalf. So ask for referrals, offer rewards for people introducing other people to you. And remember, those rewards don't always have to be financial. Bring your best referrers into the business and make them your champions. And that is it. Okay, so as I said in the introduction, this has been content that I've adapted from one of the last sections of our new course on how to find customers for your vegan business. And if you don't know my full background, then in my previous life, I was a specialist sector ambassador for the Chartered Institute of Marketing. I ran my own marketing and business growth agency for, gosh, over 12 years, and I've built several businesses of my own too. And this course, it put all those years of experience into about four and a half hours of video. And it sat there for you in the Vegan Business Academy on the website. And we genuinely make all this great content for you. 
This is our activism. This is our way to move a vegan cause forwards by helping those of you who have got a vegan business to become more successful so that those businesses make a bigger impact. So if you're not yet a member of Vegan Business Tribe yet, then you are missing out, not just on all this great learning, but you're missing out on the community and the support that we give too. So if you have made the New Year resolution that this is going to be the year for your business, then I want to be part of that journey too. Go take a look at veganbusinesstribe.com. Click on that big join button on the homepage and that's going to list out everything that you get as a member. And remember, by being a member, you're enabling our mission too, to keep putting out this podcast, to keep creating all that content, and just to keep championing vegan businesses around the world. So thank you so much for joining me again on this session. And also, just Thank you for all the amazing messages that we've been getting about Baby being on the way. Some of you have just absolutely made Lisa's day with the messages you've been sending. Now, I'm now going to go make sure that the maternity bags are packed and that the car seat fits. And hopefully, I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>